If you're seeking to expand your business and maintain its resilience, FM Global is your ideal property insurance partner. Backed by more than 180 years of engineering expertise and scientific research, we offer cutting-edge solutions to safeguard your business today, ensuring your prosperity tomorrow. Welcome back to the Two Guys Named Chris Show. 20 minutes from now, we'll be playing Put Up or Shut Up Rock and Roll Trivia. That's right. Ooh, bizarro game today. How about that? Could take all my money. And the money is you actually... a rough spring. It's been bad. I've tied a lot. I know that. Uh, the money is doubled on Fridays. Thanks to Lisa Lanier, our official attorney, and she's on the phone now. Boy, Lisa, I've cost you a lot of money this year. I apologize. Yes, you have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. She's clearly well aware. <laughs> I think you were expecting a little more I was, conciliatory I was, tone. I was, I was hoping you were going to say no. That's okay. No. Oh, it's a tough time. <laughs> I have a couple of questions for you. First of all, do you think now is a good time to buy a beach house? <laughs> Dave, Dave and I are looking. <laughs> you know money. You know money pretty well. Is now a good time? Well, it probably is, you know, because uh, right before the virus hit, it was just a real seller's market. But now my understanding is that shifted quite a bit. You know, interest rates are still very low. Mm-hmm. Zero. And you've got, and I think a lot of people, you know, who are in financial distress might be looking to sell if they have a second home. And Unfortunately, know, I'm in financial their distress. Their misery. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, well, Dave's got a guy. If you're, I got a guy. Uh, anything? Yeah. And we do have several stories that we usually get to here uh, when you join us on Fridays for Lawyer Up. But the, the very serious question today is: we were just talking about these riots in Minneapolis about a half hour ago. We got into that topic pretty good. Do you think that these police officers, at least the one who had his knee on George Floyd's neck before he died, will be arrested sometime soon? Why haven't they been already? Well, you know, the uh, the prosecutor made an announcement shortly after the video surfaced saying that he was carefully reviewing all the evidence, and he implied that there was exculpatory evidence that was being reviewed that might not be favorable to the state's case against the cops. So hmm. my guess is, you know, they a lot of times, I mean, this is obviously, you know, it's a horrible video. It's horrible to watch and uh, upsetting and seems on its face to be very problematic. But they have a duty to review the whole totality of the circumstances, review all if there's other body cam footage that's available or any of that sort of thing, or witness interview lots of witnesses. And if it turns out that you know that George was resisting arrest or something like that, it's a whole different story. So mm. we'll have to see what the whole big picture is. But on its face, I mean, you would think that there yeah. would be some charges forthcoming. Well, do you know enough about this? Is more of a question for a police officer maybe than an attorney, but. Uh, is, yeah. is a hold like that where you put the knee on someone's neck ever justified, even if they are resisting arrest? Is that the type of thing that police officers can do legally? I think it depends, you know, on the circumstances. If the person can't be subdued by other means, then I think it certainly is a possibility. But I don't think you keep doing it for that long. It went on for a long time. I mean, yeah. I think the idea would be to subdue the person, even if it's by that sort of aggressive means but then to cuff them and move on you know and i think that's the issue is that it just went on and on with the man pleading for his life right and that seems hard to justify i think you know but they you, you never know what the rest of the video shows or the rest of the evidence shows so we'll see i think if they don't charge them they're going to have to come up with some pretty good reasons we move on now to uh coronavirus in the news you i'm sure you saw the footage of all the people partying at the Lake of the Ozarks over the Memorial Day weekend. Now, one man who is from Lincoln County, Missouri, says his employer is forcing him to stay home for two weeks without pay because he saw him on footage at mm. one of these parties. You saw all those folks out there. Oh, yeah. Party. It looked like a party. Oh, it 
That's a good party. That, that's something. That's an Ozark party. You know, party like an Ozark, Ozark party. party. Well, you got that right. Now that's something I would have avoided even before the pandemic. You know even that. in wolf mode. <laughs> yeah. Well, now that I'm a wolf, I don't know. I don't know what. You don't I'm, know what you are. I don't know what I am yeah. if I'm a wolf or a sheep right now. But this guy has an attorney saying that he sh- should not be forced to sit out of work for two weeks just because he was at this party. And I believe he said he had his mouth covered at one point. He had a mask on and everything. <laughs> one point with a beer. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Love the, I love the one point. He <laughs> and says, some nachos. He says, yeah. I had, he said, I had my neck gator to cover my mouth. That's what he <laughs> that's no. what, His words, now not mine. <laughs> yeah, when my tongue wasn't down that co-ed's throat, I, I had my mask on. <laughs> Is it okay for him to be out of work without pay for two weeks simply because he went to this event? What are your thoughts here, Lisa? Yeah, so so the employer definitely can tell him he has to stay home, and it's not just this one employer. There are a number of employers who saw their their people out there in these photos and videos, and there was a ton of news footage of this big party. And lots of employers said, "You know what? You really may have exposed yourself, so we're going to you know ask you to stay away for two weeks." What this attorney is telling this guy is kind of interesting. He's sort of telling him, "Here's a way that you can get paid for this," mm-hmm. um, but he's not really saying that the employers do anything wrong. So part of the whole stimulus and recovery package was an act called the Family First Coronavirus Protection Act. And what it says is that if an employee has to be out of work because they are sick with the COVID, taking care of someone who's sick with the COVID, or told to quarantine by a doctor, and if the company has more than 50 employees, then that employee gets paid for that time under those three circumstances. So what the attorney advised the guy was he said, look, call your doctor. And say, look, I was up there partying, you know, at the Ozarks, and uh, should I quarantine? And if the doctor says you should quarantine, then bam, you get paid for it. Okay. Wow. Now you're talking. They're playing chess. That's that's a good, uh, that's a good, some good uh, legal advice for this. Everybody wins. He gets his money and the company, he doesn't have to come in. That's right. Excellent strategy. Couldn't Couldn't the employer just say, look, you're furloughed for two weeks? And, you know, that's possible, but, you know, I mean, they, they kind of know what the reason is, I think. And, and, you know, and, the, and actually, like, if the doctor doesn't agree, if the doctor says, well, unless you have a known, which very well might, you know, the mm-hmm. doctor might say, unless there was somebody with a known case there, unless there's a known exposure, there's no reason to quarantine. That might very well happen. And then the employee's out of luck mm-hmm. for the two oh, weeks. Yeah. Okay. Interesting case there. Because, of course, a lot of people were spotted out at a lot of different parties over Memorial Day weekend. The next case, also fascinating. I asked a moment ago, can a parent testify at a murder trial chris jim said no wasting time the answer is yes not in this country though this is in uh, argentina there's a woman who was killed her name is elizabeth toledo who was killed in the city of san fernando argentina december of 2018 now police believe a parrot was repeating its owner's last words as she was being beaten by two housemates and may hold the key here in the upcoming rape and murder trial i mean it's a terrible terrible crime of course at the end of the month, a police officer was guarding the crime scene when they heard a parrot say, I know, por favor, soltame. No, please, let me go, is what that translates into. So the, the witness, the parrot, is going to be put on the stand at the oh. murder trial. Lisa, could it ever happen in this country, and do you think it'll happen in that country? What are your thoughts? No, I don't, I don't even think it's going to happen in this Argentina situation. Uh, so a parrot can't give testimony because they're not a person. You have to be a person to give testimony. You have to be able to take the oath. Mm-hmm. And all countries have something similar to this. You have to be able to be cross-examined. You, you have to be able to confront the witness that's against you. And you can't do that with a parrot. 
Now, what someone could conceivably do, but I, it would be hard to imagine a judge allowing this, mm-hmm. was they could argue that the parrot is some kind of physical evidence, like a blood stain. You know, the parrot is some sort of, that you're offering it for a just a pure physical evidence. But then you have to show that it's, uh, you know, that it's something that is that has probative value, that it's reliable. And then that's where I think a judge is going to strike it. I, I don't know. I think you can try that argument. But I don't think a judge is going to allow it. But interestingly, I sent you an article this morning to read later. Mm. There's a parent named Echo who in the 1990s here in the United States was placed in the witness protection program (laughs) at a uh, bird sanctuary. (laughs) It is a for real thing here in the U.S. because the the parent witnessed a murder. He was a mob boss, a New Orleans mob boss's pet. And he witnessed a murder and he would not shut up about it. And everybody thought that, that... Everybody oh, thought the parrot was going to be killed, and so they literally put him into witness protection. <laughs> what did the parrot keep saying? Did he keep saying the last <laughs> word? <of> the, vi- <laughs> it, the article did not say, but it said the parrot literally would not stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Snitch parrot. Echo's a yeah. great name, by the way. That is a great name, Echo. Yeah. God, uh, being a mob boss's parrot has a lot of yeah. <laughs> a lot of danger involved with that. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know he's just yeah. repeating everything he sees. Of course. If you had exactly. to, if you had to put the parrot on the stand, w- would the wing go on a Bible and the wing go up? Or, <laughs> yeah. or a little feet? I, I, I go wing. I, I take wing because he can stand and still do uh, you know yeah, yeah. one wing up. Yeah, that should be written into what you just talked about, about the parrot going to witness protection. That's got to be in like a Martin Scorsese movie or yes. a Quentin Tarantino. Exactly. That would be a good fellow exactly. scene. God, that is hilarious. Well, the, the, the same article, they mentioned that there are in uh, Columbia, some of the drug lords have parrots as pets, and they teach them to be on the lookout and guard uh, the drugs and guard uh, guns and things. And when they see law enforcement coming, they say, run, run, run. Smart. Very smart. Do you think, Kelly, your daughter's an animal lover. Do yes. you think she'll ever want to get a talking bird? She already does. She would love to have a bird. Don't do it. They're bad luck in the house. Well, yeah. No, uh, they are. Uh, we, have, we have told her, though, no more pets. We have a bunny. We have a dog. That's it. There were fish. There used to be fish. May they rest. Pandemic. That's it. <laughs> That's it. I know do you, you regret that? You regret that bunny? I, that was the worst pet I ever bought. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Kelly can't say it out loud, Lisa. I'm not going to. I can't say my feelings on that bunny. That's an adorable. That's an adorable mm-hmm. bunny. It doesn't do anything, though, does it? No, it's, it mostly sits around. Cute. Uh, it, I'll tell you what, though. Uh, upstairs, we give it like free reign of a little area sometimes. And it, it is strong. It likes moves furniture. And you can, I mean, it, you can hear it up there. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopping around, you yeah, know. it's getting ready to eat you. I know, Lisa. You had did you have one or two bunnies at one point? I, I had two, and and they are thankfully they are in bunny heaven now. Okay, thank all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not. May they rest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I hope they didn't. Uh, hope they didn't meet an untimely demise. I remember no. you were not. Yeah, I don't know. I can't. I can't say. <laughs> oh, Are they in witness protection somewhere? Those exactly, they're in witness protection. <laughs> I remember you weren't pleased with those two buddies. Uh, oh. By the way, there was a parrot in a movie, but it was a porn movie in the seventies. Jackie and Linda and what the parrot saw. Is that right? Yeah, you saw it. Well, I won't say I saw it, but okay. you, know, you watch the important parts. <laughs> I got you. You flip through to it. It's on VHS. What, I see what you're saying. Here's another international story. Now, I've seen this all over the news, and it's finally happened that there's been a break in this case. Interpol has issued an international arrest warrant for an American diplomat's wife accused of killing a British teen driving dangerously. You probably have seen this story. This happened a while back. But the yeah. woman is involved in diplomatic immunity 
after she had a crash in Northamptonshire in August that killed a 19-year-old named Harry Dunn near a British military base. And it was a, a whole thing of would she be would she be brought back for trial or would she not? How does this all shake out, Lisa? And it does seem like she's in the wrong, at least from what I've read and seen on this story. Yes, yeah, she allegedly was driving the wrong way and hit a young uh, 19-year-old British uh, youth on a motorcycle and killed him. And uh, she she left the country right away. And then they issued an extradition request to the U.S., which we refused. Mm -hmm. So now they've, as you said, they've sent out this Interpol, uh, basically internationally. If she travels outside the U.S. whatsoever, she will be arrested. Uh And so the interesting thing about it is under diplomatic immunity, it came out of the Vienna Convention. And top embassy officials and their families cannot be prosecuted for any crime. I mean, it can be from jaywalking to murder. So she should be protected. But they're... What they're asking for is a waiver of that immunity, but the U.S. is saying, no, we're not going to waive that. I don't understand the law. I mean, she's, it, she's protected. I don't get it. Why was, Why should she be protected if she was driving the wrong way and killed this 19-year-old kid? His family is beside themselves wanting justice for him. I don't understand laws yeah. like that. You know, why does somebody get to commit a crime in the United States then go to Italy and they won't give us back? You give him back. And that doesn't make any sense to me. You know, if they commit it's, a crime. It only protects embassy officials, top embassy officials, and it's, it just, it's a weird thing that came out of the Vienna Convention, I think out of fear that laws in different countries would maybe not comport with the standards we're accustomed to in the U.S. I, that's the only, I don't know what the other reason might be for that, but mm-hmm. it is. Uh, it's, it certainly has some unusual implications. And the U.S. is kind of notorious. Uh, we're notorious for sort of taking advantage of the Vienna Convention mm-hmm. and diplomatic immunity and racking up all sorts of uh, criminal fines and things in other countries. Our, our, apparently our diplomats are not not the nicest about this stuff. Yeah, my hunch was that it, it has protected more Americans than it has you're right. non-Americans. You're probably right. We are, we are, we've taken advantage of it more than any other country. That's correct. Well, it's not fair. That's a bad convention. <laughs> it's awful. That's Sausages like came the, out of that convention. That's why I like the Geneva Convention. Much, Geneva's so much better. Much better the, the parties are more fun. This is awful. This is an awful convention. Mm-hmm. What, who had that idea? Oh, yeah, commit a crime, then go back to the United States, and they can't arrest you. Some Austrian. It's so right. dumb. It's so dumb. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to get up on my high Please clap. I, <laughs> I don't mean to. Listen, I don't mean to tear this show apart today, but that's just dumb. That's not right. This woman yeah. killed this kid from that's everything right. I'm seeing. It's awful. Uh, finally, this story back here in the United States in Texas. A couple, excuse me, in Denver. They're from Texas, and they went to the Doubletree Hotel in Denver, Nathan and Christina Parks, and they made love in their hotel room in September of 2019. These facts are not in question? Not in question. They say. We made sweet, passionate love on the night of September 11th, 2019. The next morning, Nathan got up nude, went to the door to look out his peephole. And <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't she be looking at the peephole? <laughs> well, he's limber. <laughs> we'll stretch. <laughs> She said he was going to get the complimentary USA Today oh, that was laying gosh. on the other side of the door. Dude, it's the USA Today. <laughs> How long were they holed up in there? Was there no TV? He looked out the peephole to see if anybody was coming by before he gently stepped out to get the newspaper and discovered the peephole was gone. So it had been pried out. So he quickly put on his complimentary double tree robe, went outside, got the paper, presumably, and saw handprints and face prints on the door. (laughs) Nose grease. Nose grease. (laughs) 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 On the door. And she, Christina, says, I'm mortified. 
We've been spied on while nude and making love through the night at the Doubletree Hotel. She's not even sure. She thinks they may have captured intimate moments on film and could wind up on the internet on porno somewhere. And so she's very, very concerned mm. about this. She says they like to make love in strange hotel rooms. Mm. Lisa, what can they do? Doubletree says the safety. Have a cookie. <laughs> they say the safety and well-being of our guests is top priority, as usual. What's their recourse here? Well, hotels, you know, this is sort of a type of personal injury, and hotels can be held liable for personal injuries to the guests under a couple circumstances. One is if an employee commits an act against a guest. So if an employee is going around unscrewing the peepholes and peeping, then they're in trouble for that. Mm -hmm. But these folks have got to prove it, you know, and it's going to be kind of difficult to prove. The other instance is if other guests or outsiders come into the hotel and do bad things to guests, Hotels can be held responsible for that if there was a lack of security, inadequate security is a, is a common claim against hotels. And it sounds like that's what they're going after here. They're saying, you know, that they think somebody may have come in from the lobby. They've been reviewing footage, but nobody can figure out who did it or where they came from. And so the biggest problem they're going to have with this case is proof, proof that anything actually happened. Mm hmm. And, and how did this happen? And they don't have any proof of that, I don't think. That's going to be the biggest obstacle. What if it turns out that the couple, mm -hmm. uh, you know, took out the, the people, knocked out the peephole themselves and are trying to cash in from Double Tree? That was my first thought. Oh, it's a possibility. That certainly, yeah, you don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, there's no way. That's, that's, that's the reason the burden of proof has got to be met, yeah. and I don't think they're going to be able to meet it. I think they're going to have an evidentiary problem because anybody could have, and I mean, the, the thing could have fallen out. You know, I mean, they could have. Uh, what about the nose grease? Falling out. What, what about the, <laughs> the they, need, grease. they need nose prints <laughs> on the outside. <laughs> the, on the outside of the door. He went out there and saw the peephole apparatus laying on the outside of the door. Yeah. And he says there was clear nose marks and handprints on that door. <laughs> what, is, what is this, a lick mark? <laughs> <laughs> Did you lick that door? Are the cops going to start taking nose prints instead of fingerprints? They'd have to in this case. And the wife says she feels severe anxiety now anytime they make love. I'm trying to think about hotels rooms in which I have been in the past. Oftentimes, the you know there's there's the bathroom. Mm -hmm. You the wall usually blocks the beds. R rarely is the is the peephole in, in view of, of the, bed. the bed. Exactly. They're almost it's usually always around up, yeah. the corner. They're off to the Unless side. Unless they're getting it going on the uh, on, on the credenza. The, on the credenza. They're adventurous. <laughs> They're adventurous you know, folks. The desk. They have said <laughs> the TV cabinet. They have said the business that. center. The mini bar. Yeah. Do you remember uh, Jeff from Virginia? You know what he liked to do? He flipped the chair. He flipped the chair over. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then he would pick up ladies and uh, flip professionals. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> flip the chair up and have them hold the bottom legs of the chair yeah. right in view of the people. Now, I don't know if this couple from Texas, the great state of Texas, did that. But nonetheless, they're free to do whatever they want in their hotel room. Yeah. Well, that's certainly – no one's going to argue that. I'm afraid you're right, though, Lisa. I'm afraid they will not be able to meet the burden of proof on this. This is this is terrible. Well, and aren't some people kind of two-way a little bit? Can't you sometimes see uh – you know, see in a little bit on people. God knows I've tried. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they've left a few nose prints yeah. here. There. <laughs> everything, it, everything's everything's smaller and it's reversed, but you can get an image. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dave. Dave would a have true to speak expert. To that. We have a true expert. In right. That's well, right. I think expert's a strong word, but that's right. Yeah. In there, Lisa. Lisa, we thank you for your expertise. I hate it's going to end badly for Nathan and Christina Parks, but it does look like it's going to. Great expertise, as always, this morning, Lisa. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Have a great weekend.